Well, congratulations, gentlemen. Your familiar place at the podium, another victory, 17 now for Team Penske. Uh, first, I guess, talk about that as a, a, a team accomplishment, then we'll talk about Will. Well, I, I, all I can say is that uh, when I came here uh, in 1951, uh, I guess something bit me, and uh, it's never, I never get rid of it for so many years, but we started competing here, uh, as you know, in 69, and the success we've had has uh, really been all about uh, the team members, the people we've had, the great drivers, sponsors, and obviously Indianapolis Motor Speedway. And as I said uh, many times in the last couple of days, uh, to be able to race on Memorial Day in the biggest sporting event in the world and have America the way it is, it's, uh, that's, that's what I'm going to take away from this race, to see what we have and to see you know, what Will has been able to do 10 years with his engineer, Dave Faustino. You know, he's won many road races, all sorts of poles, but uh, he won this race today because he was the best. There's no question about the speeds at the end, his outlaps, the pit crew, I take my hat off to John Booslong and certainly uh, to Tim Sendrick because we had four great cars and uh, that's what you gotta have here. You gotta have four bullets, three bullets, whatever it takes. And uh, I'm just so thrilled, uh, 17 wins. Uh, I guess now I gotta worry about 18. So I'm gonna not look back, I'm gonna look forward and we'll be back next year. Yeah, I think you will. Tim, let's talk about uh, the couple moments in Will's career. He stands in for Elio, and, and then he, he breaks his back. Uh, but you stayed with him, and, and now 34 wins, I believe it is, ties Allinser Jr. For, on, the, on the chart, and he's moving up. What a great, great career he's having. Yeah, I think, you know, when, when you looked at it, there was a lot of discussion. It took him a long time to win a championship. He, he had so many wins, and when you see these, what, third in overall polls and all with IndyCar right now, and, you know, the one thing he always talked about was, I've got to win the Indy 500. I've got to win the Indy 500 to, to get where you need to be. And, uh, you know, having, having seen what he's gone through with our, our team and what we've all gone through collectively, and like Roger said, you know, Dave Faustino's been at his side from day one. Um, you know, and he's, he's been the one that's, uh, you know, listened to all the ups and downs, and he's been on call 24-7. You know, the rest of us kind of check in and check out with Will, but uh, Faustino's... He's there more than his wife is, I think, and uh, she's she's a close second. Um, but between the two of those uh, people, they they they're the, really his support group at the end of the day. And um, you know, they crew, like Roger said, they were prepared. And you know, Will was agonizing during dinner. You know, as far as what his setup, what his gears were going to be, and that type of thing, his mind never leaves this sport. So um, he's fully committed. You know, he's made a lot of a lot of sacrifices, and to see the culmination. And I think you saw how excited he was today. You don't see that out of Will too often. So. Great day for us and the team. John, can you talk about the strategy that was playing out and uh, what, what may or may not have been in front of you with a few laps to go? Well, we really didn't want to see the caution come out, cause, but um, I think the key you know, to it was, uh, he, like Roger said, he was good. He, he was good all day. And uh, when, when he got clear, he could run fast laps, which was, which was big for us. Um, you know, the th the thing was is he was he was so focused on the win and doing well that it wasn't it was his day you know and he was going to make sure it was so um, the guys great stops today they um, the whole team performed well and you know so many things go into it and pretty exciting stuff uh, questions 
start back over here. Yes, question for Mr. Penske. First off, congratulations on the win. Um, talk about how this win completes, uh, essentially it completes the journey for Will now that he's won a championship and now he's won an Indy 500, but yet the journey is still far from over. Well, look, <clears throat> this closes the book, obviously, uh, for what he wanted to accomplish uh, in IndyCar. He won the championship. Uh, he now is uh, tied, I guess, for winning the most races, you know, as an Indy driver for the team. And, uh, you know, the Indy 500, it's something that... Uh, uh, that he wanted to do from the very beginning and uh, he's had some ups and downs and championships slipped away from him two or three there almost in a row but uh, uh, you'll talk to him I mean he's uh, he's in a different world right now which is that's important <laughs> he's always in a different world <laughs> His world's a little different we could all ours. answer that one Michael <laughs> question right here for Michael congratulations Mr. Penske two-part question Will you go back on Will's radio in Detroit next week? I don't know. I think I got fired. They won two in a row now, so I'm going to have to have a discussion on that uh, next week. We'll see. The other question is a uh, quick memory check. I believe 12 different drivers have contributed to your 17 wins here. Their personalities range every you know, aspect of the spectrum you can imagine in terms of being different guys. Can you think of a common thread that might have united all of them to win for you here? I think teamwork, working together. If you saw what these guys have done right from Mark Donahue and Gary Bentonhausen back in 72, uh, the guys work together and they know there's only one gonna win, but as we keep telling them, if, you, if the team wins, you win, and that's what happened today. Bob Pockers here on the second round. Bob Pockers, ESPN. Roger, I saw you pump your fist when the when the two leaders came down pit road, uh, how concerned were you that they might be able to make it? Well, the concern is that they were out there, and, and if there had been another yellow there at the end with you know two or three to go, would have been all over the 64 or 25 would have won the race. But we knew they were close. My concern was, I think Tim's, was that they'd run out, you know, at high speed or something, and we'd get, you know we'd get into an accident. But uh, look, he was coming. There was no way he could see that, and I think the uh, we had the fuel, uh, and which we needed, they didn't. And a great gamble, by the way, in a lap or two different, uh, someone else would have been the winner. Tim May right here in front. Yeah, this, this is for Roger and Tim. What did you see like 10, 11 years ago in Will Power that told you he could be that kind of racer? What just stood out about him from the get-go? You know, if you remember back, Tim, to the, to the situation that Elio had there, and, um, you know, Will honestly wasn't on our radar screen um, you know, I talked to him a little bit before, but we didn't really have a spot until, you know, it was obvious that Elio wasn't going to be there for the first race in St. Pete. And, uh, you know, Roger and I, we made a short list of, of kind of who might be the right one for that situation. Um, but, you know, with Elio, we weren't sure how that was all going to turn out. I don't think anybody was. And when we met with him, you know, the one thing that stood out for us is he's like, at that point, we couldn't commit to a full season. We couldn't commit to more than one race. We, we couldn't make a lot of commitments because we were loyal to, to Elio's situation, and we didn't really want to add another car. And he looked at us both and said, I'll run one lap, no laps, any laps. I just want to be on the team. And, uh, you know, he was a team player from the very beginning, um, and he did a great job. Should have, should have won St. Pete. I, I remember being, being on his pit box. And, uh, you know, he was running the, the Marlboro car at the time, and, and um, we ran the, the session, and he was P1. And 
Elio had just been cleared, and I said, do you want the good news or the bad news? He's like, what's that? And I'm like, well, you're P1, and you're getting out of this car after this session, but we've got another car for you that we'd put in the backside. And uh, at that point, Roger told him, um, you know, that night, hey, no matter what happens, you've got to ride at the Indy 500, and Verizon stood behind him, and they, they were a really big part of, of his career and, and him going to the next level with us when we decided to add another car, and he took it from there with his talent. Bob Kravitz Hill, we're here on the left. Roger, how has Will been able to turn a weakness, which was oval racing, I guess, for him, into a strength? Well, I think, uh, I think most road racers have been able to transition into oval racers. Probably you've seen Wickens, you see some of these guys even this year. And, uh, you know, he's just a talented guy. He didn't like ovals to start with, I can tell you. And he struggled right to him initially. But once he got going and... Uh, what was the race, I think, that that he in Texas or one of them where he just absolutely was dominant? And that's what I think he broke through, and he was going to be a great oval driver. And you could see it out here today. I mean, look at his line and the almost 223 mile an hour the last couple laps. I mean, he, he drove everything he could. In fact, he said at the road race he had never driven harder in a road race in his life, just to tell you, just when he was on those black tires. So he, he had the bit in his mouth this month for sure. Wolf, Wolfgang over here on the far right question to Mr. Bosler concerning the strategy. When I think uh, Harvey and Wilson were in front of uh, uh, Will before the pit for refueling, um, they had of course a rival engine, not a Chevy. Did you were aware that they maybe could do it or was it a question mark with the fuel consumption? We knew they were close. Um, I got to say I was a little surprised that they pulled in like they did, but um, we, we, we didn't want to see that yellow come out because it gave him a chance. But we knew with the pace of the car that regardless if they could make it or not, that, that Will had pace to pass them. And uh, we still had a chance. We were still in it, even though you know some of us were thinking that you know might be over, uh, especially if another yellow came out because of the, the length of the yellows. And once it got down, deeper into the race, you know, five to go or something, and a yellow came out, it could have, it could have ended under yellow. So um, <clears throat> we were happy that they went green, and that's been the, that's been the uh, kind of the thing with, uh, you know, Kyle Novak, he tries to get back racing as quick as he can, which is, you know, good. And, uh, you know, that was, that was good for us. It gave us a chance, and he capitalized on it. Okay, over here on the left. Uh, this question's for Roger. Uh, Roger, uh, Castro Neves' day didn't end the way that he had wanted, but pretty much as soon as he finished, he was making the claim saying that he would like to be back. Do you expect to have him back again? It's hard to say no to him, isn't it? <laughs> I'll have to talk to the president here. He'll figure that one out for me. <laughs> no, you think we just, he's going to be back. <laughs> he will be here next year in yeah. one of our cars. Yeah. I don't know how else to say it. I mean, it's a... Uh, yeah, that, that guy was sitting here this morning. It, it, before I walked in, he was sitting in his fire suit next to his engineer, ready to go at about 6.30 this morning. And he's been in his yellow suit. I don't think I've seen him out of his yellow suit since we got here this month. Since May 3rd, I think. Right. Yeah, he's, he's ready to go all the time. All right, anything else? Last question over here on the, on the left. Uh, to Mr. Penske, first congratulations. This is the first time in your uh, uh, owner's career that uh, your driver is uh, uh, put as a First Nation uh, on the winner's list as an Australia. 
17 wins you have, and 10 US driver and 7 foreigner driver. Uh, just would like to ask you that, how do you see in the last couple of wins, he's got always uh, as a foreign driver, mostly Brazilian, today is uh, Australian. So do you think the dominance of the US driver is um, it's relevant or why is the foreigner is uh, dominating these uh, recent years? Well, I don't look at their passports when we hire them. That's the first thing. <laughs> And number two, uh, American Driver won the championship last year. Look, uh, we're trying to get the best people we can. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, Will, kind of special. Uh, from Australia, we're racing down there, and we're, we're having some success, and we've got a big business down there. So you could say that uh, this might be Will's home track away from home. Thank you very much, guys, and we'll see you next week in a big race in Detroit. Come to Detroit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> come to Detroit. Thanks, Kurt. Thank you.